welcome to Take Card Pod. Hello. I'm Jenna. I'm Danica. And we're recording back in Jenna's room for, you know, long-time listeners, you'll know that we used to record in Jenna's little weird basement room, and we're back in it because I have my sister sleeping in my podcast room. Um, and we just heard three sneezes from an old man somewhere. <laughs> Is he okay? But I don't know. I think he died. <laughs> we can only help, really. Um, so do <laughs> no more disturbances, please. Uh, do do apologize for the um, the potential weird sound things that are happening. But you know, you guys don't come here for the sound quality. You <laughs> Clearly not, because <laughs> you are very upset with us about the sound quality. <laughs> you come here for the quality content that we provide, um, and we were appreciative of it. Yeah. Please keep coming back. We Please love you. Back. We love you so much. Uh, wow. It was really great to watch um, half the episode last night. Yeah. So I had to be late because um, Southwest Airlines is full of Nazis. Who would have thought? Yeah. Who would have thought? Um, and they delayed my sister's plane. And so then I was delayed getting her and my ass to the Bachelorette. And I was like, I was ready to go on Twitter and at them. I'm like, you guys don't understand what fucking episode it is tonight? I cannot yeah. be late for this shit. Well, and it's like the week to do it because everyone in Bachelor Nation is like adding like airlines this oh. week. We could have just added to the fodder. We really could have. Like, you guys are fucking everything up. <laughs> um, but I didn't, alas, because I got drunk. Um, <laughs> did you watch the rest of the episode I today? Didn't. <laughs> You didn't? Oh my god, I have to fill the first half of the episode? Oh my god. I will tell you, I can totally, like, uh, I could, I mean, the show is so formulaic or whatever. How's that? Formulaic. Oh boy, I'm just gonna keep it in. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure I know. No, I, you can still comment, I'll just do the thing that I do where I'm like, I took eight pages of notes. Who's interested? This is how every week's episode is anyway. Yeah. So, so basically, we start off this week, Hannah does the thing where she pretends to be, like, really excited and peppy in a personality that is not hers. <laughs> it feels very forced. Um, but our first, um, so if you recall... Uh, if you didn't listen last week or you didn't watch last week, um, we did Hometowns. Um, there were four people left, and she kept all four of them, including Luke. Wow. Um, truly, this show is just hurting my feelings at this point. So we have to go through four fantasy suites. Um, two of which are incredible. One that I hated, and one that was so just, like, cathartically, like, Yes! It was like, I, I felt like heaven descended. Yeah. Ascended? Was, I, I, I actually messaged a friend. I was like, this is heaven. I feel like I'm yeah. in heaven. I'm looking around and I see angels. Yeah, I feel like last night you and I were both like, I came. <laughs> came so hard. The edging has been going on for weeks. So long. You know oh. what? They figured out a new sex toy that I didn't even know that I wanted or needed. It's Just, like, make me hate someone for so long and keep them around me long enough. I'll come eventually when they get out of here. <laughs> Honestly, that's, like, what most of my sex life is. Anyway. Uh, um, I agree. <laughs> anyway. Shout out to the boy I'm trying to fuck again. Um, so. So we have Peter. Peter's the first fantasy suite this week. And, as you know, Peter's my dog. Like, Ooh. I love Peter. Mm-hmm. I feel very torn between he and Tyler, but, like, Peter's my guy. He gets cuter every week. They keep, like, 
I don't know how he does it. He's had, like, a glow-up somehow, mm-hmm. and I don't know, like, what has happened. Because I, well, I mean, right. we like, know what happened. It's just because Mike went home, and now I was like, everyone's ugly, and now I love Peter. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Wow. It's like a, like a unintentional glow-up. Yeah. Just by, like, the loss of somebody <laughs> hotter than you, you become hotter. I love that. Yeah. How do I get that to work for me in real life? I'm... Okay, all my Tell friends... Tell Curtis to move out. Literally, all my... Oh! Rude. All my friends that are hotter than me are no longer allowed to oh, hang yeah. out with me. So Tell like, Margaret they cannot hang out anymore. Margaret can't hang out with me. Curtis can't. You can't. Goodbye. Oh. Curtis, like, Justin's gone. I don't have any friends anymore. Um, but my pussy... But you are hot. Yeah, pussy is for rent, I guess. Yay. Woo. We're open. Oh, my God. So. Anyway, Peter's great. Uh, so, it's... Hannah starts by, like, sort of describing their relationship. She's like, we had sort of, like, a slower start than the other relationship. But, um, if all goes well, we're gonna get down. And she does that, like, quirky Hannah thing that I don't believe is real. Um, they go boating. Um, Peter does this thing where he's, like, in the front of the boat. And he's like, I'm the king of the world! He does, like, the Titanic thing. And she's like, and I'm the queen! love her and I think she's so cute I just think she just like doesn't catch on to the the joke fast enough yeah and like Peter's funny and sharp and so like sometimes I get like really cringy when they're around each other but I do love him the most (laughs) such a good moment (laughs) so they have this big boat make out and she's like he's so sexy and so sweet but there's still a layer of him holding back a little um Basically, she's like, I need him to tell me that he loves me. Yes, yes. Well, there's always one. There's always one. Which just happens every time. Um, So they go to the night portion of the date. Um, They talk a little bit about hometowns, and he's like, my family seems really invested in you, and they're interested, and I'm so excited about where this could go. And he's, like, basically doing this long, like, elongated speech, like, trying to get to the point that he loves her, but he's so nervous about it. Hey, poor sweet boy. And he's like, he changes the subject. He's like, you know how much I love flying, right? (laughs) And he's like, flying with you, though, is like a totally different experience. It's something I've never felt before. And she's like, oh, really? And then he changes the subject again. And he's like, I feel like my true self around you. You inspire me. You push me. You challenge me. Um, and then finally, I swear to God, this was like five minutes long. He was like, finally, he's like, it made me realize how in love with you I am. And I screamed my little ass off. Like, so cute. And it's also cute way that he's, I'm in love with you. Like, mm-hmm. he's saying it still in a way that's, I mean, it, it seems genuine to him, which is nice. Mm-hmm. And not just being like, Jed being like, I love you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just a way to say it. Um. But we were saying last week, it's just he's so cute because he's doing it the way that I think, like, all of us really would, in mm-hmm. a sense. It's just, like, he's the more reasonable one, you yeah. know? Like, like reasonable, but, like, giddy and excited yeah. about it, too. Just, like, trying to, like, protect himself and, like, protect her and, like, make sure that he knows what's up. Yeah. But, like, it was so cute and so pure. Mm. And just, like, I mean, like, just relating it back to his family, which is, like, oh, seems, like, really best. important to him. Yeah. Seems really important to her, and then just, like, this is a job that I love, and I'm, like, really passionate about it, and I feel 
even like more differently about it when I'm around you. And I'm like, you're so corny. I love you so much. Like, it's just like, you could tell that like, these people don't know each other very mm -hmm. well, but like, he found two things that he loves and cares about. And he's like, I like being around you in these situations. That's and like, that's real. enough. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Like, my job and my family, I loved you being a part of that. And I want you to continue being a part of that. Shit. And, like, if that's what love means as far as, like, Bachelor goes as in the season. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for so it. I'm so fucking down. Yeah. I'm so fucking cool with yeah. that. And that's actually a really well put way of describing love, I think. Yeah. Oh, man. Did you go to therapy recently? Or No, I've never been. <laughs> <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> college when it was free <laughs> and then I dropped out because of depression uh, oops whoops <laughs> <laughs> but thank you I feel like I've I've read an article or two yeah no because to be able to uh, that that would be like kind of true love in a way and not to say that Peter is exactly in true love or anything but for you can actually experience real things and enjoy them with yeah. somebody which I don't think I'm there so yeah, that's fine. Well, one day I'll find somebody, maybe. Yeah, we can't talk about this again. <laughs> we can't talk about this again. God damn it. Okay, so. Okay, so now we go to the fantasy suite portion. She obviously is just like, I would love to spend more time with you. Um, the best thing ever happened, and I am truly so heartbroken that you missed this. I'm going to watch it eventually. I just literally had no time today. Yeah, it's fine. I'm planning a fucking festival. If anyone lives in Portland and you are listening to this podcast, please come to the Portland Queer Comedy Festival. It starts tomorrow, and I'm losing my mind. Jenna has made a lot of sacrifices for this. But I, the thing is, I, it's it's important to me. Like, yeah. this is love to me. <laughs> like, yeah, the no, podcast is love to me. But I'm like, I had no time to yeah. watch something I really wanted to watch. Yeah. But I had to go fucking have a meeting. Right. These anyway, are the sacrifices is what sorry. I'm saying. But I will watch it tonight when I masturbate. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> just, just watch the Peter and Tyler portion and turn it off afterwards. Yeah. Yuck. No. <laughs> just <laughs> be on the lookout for Tyler's big ass fucking balls. Oh. And finish and go to bed like yeah. you deserve. Mm -hmm. um, so we got the sort of surprise of this. I think I was even surprised by this. I was. Um, I was mis I was misguided by the internet. Yeah. The internet told me it was Judd. Yeah, Jenna came in and she was like, I didn't miss this particular person, right? I think you were talking about Tyler. Yeah, but I wanted to know who was and, in the windmill. Right. So we found out that Peter is the windmill ah. person. Peter is the one that fucks. That's so fucking cool. That's so awesome. Baby Cheeks fucks. Oh, fucks so it. good. He does it twice. Fuck so good, he does it twice. Um, he's the literal fuck boy. <laughs> In the nicest way. In the nice way. I love him so much. Oh my god. Um, so, it's funny though, because they like, go into this, it's like, it's beautiful. There's like, this beautiful, like, old stone, like, woodmill thing. It looks like a, some shit out of Outlander that I've also masturbated to <laughs> 85 times today. And so, like, they are, like, sort of, like, looking around downstairs. They go upstairs, and there's this, like, I described it as a toy box. It's just, like, a box full of what I feel like was condoms, and I could be wrong. Probably, though. But, I, like, you know how you have that place in your house where you, like, discreetly or undiscreetly, depending on who you are, like, store all of your sex toys and your sex things? 
mine is my the thing like next to my bed that like is magnetized like IKEA thing. So someone Ooh. has to like struggle to open it a little bit. And mine then like is behind you right there, underneath that flap. Yeah. And then also I sleep with my bottom bitch vibrator, like my main one. The one also, I use don't you time. have like eight thousand? I do. That's why I have to specify. I have my yeah. favorite one. <laughs> she sleeps in bed with me. <laughs> And sometimes when I roll over at night, she's stuck to my back. <laughs> sometimes I find a nickel. <laughs> Is that the same? Basically. <laughs> anyway, we're back to Peter. But, um, like, it looked like a literal, like, sex toy box to me. And I think that I was projecting what I would want if I were fucking in a windmill in Outlander Town. Um, which, this was in Greece, it's a totally different part of the continent, but let me have this. Yes, I will allow you to have it. Um, so they start, like, doing, like, the classic, like, Peter Hannah makeout, where it's just, like, I am horned about this. It's impossible. They go to bed, they wake up in the morning, and, like, Zoe pointed out, they're, they're doing, the editors are doing all this, like, dumb, like, innuendo stuff where it's just, like, birds are chirping and there's bees buzzing, so it's, like, they fucked. Uh, The birds and the bees, baby. uh, That's pretty good. That's a cute way to do it. Yes. Um, and they're talking about how, like, loving and passionate the night was, and Peter says, like, I think for sure we can agree that we've taken our relationship to the next level, and I'm just, like, like, in case the, the plebes missed out on all of the animal sounds and like all of the weird cats that are around this area where it's just like, hello, he licked my pussy. Like for real, in case they missed it, they're just like, we did the fuck last night. I love it Great. so much. And oh. then we have Tyler. Then we have and Tyler. I think that you came in for Tyler. Yeah. Um, I came you came for, for the, Tyler. I came for Tyler and I will come again for Tyler. <laughs> um, I think I came though, unfortunately, like at the end of the daytime part. Mm, okay. Um, but like probably not that important, right? We could probably just go mm. to the evening time. Cause that is important to what happens in the evening time. Oh. Tyler had a couple of like, okay. So you can tell that Tyler and Hannah have a lot of like sexual chemistry. Yes. Oh, yeah, they do a little massage thing. I have a lot of sexual chemistry with <laughs> Tyler. watching them on television. <laughs> and now that Jenna has pointed it out to me, literally Hawkeye looking for the shape of his balls. <laughs> because Jenna sent me this picture. And, like, I bet you could DM the pod yeah. and Jenna will send, send it, it to you. you. Jenna sent me the wildest picture I've ever seen. She was just like... <laughs> Look at how big his balls are. I screenshotted this <laughs> shot. I was watching last week's episode again to find screenshots for memes. And this one was too blurry because he was walking, but he was walking her up to his hometown house. He's wearing these really tight white pants, similar to Hannah's tight white pants. Yeah. But he was, like, moose-knuckling his fucking balls and these pants. Like, clearly not wearing underwear because they were so moose-knuckled. Yeah. And um, they are huge. It's, uh, you can see him, the camera shot is from, like, a dis. the camera's, like, from, like, at the house, and it's, like, a fucking distance away walking up, and you're just, like... You could, like, sniper that without a scope. Basically, I can shoot his balls off. <laughs> but I don't want to. I don't want to. Keep them. Keep them. But also, are you okay, and have you gone to a doctor? Is it normal? <laughs> I sent it, I sent it to my friend Allie, and I sent it to, like, the person that I'm, like, seeing right now, and I was just, like... 
I'm sorry. I need someone else to view these balls with me. <laughs> That's how now. I <laughs> sent it to you. It's like a screenshot. I was like, I can't be the only one that saw this. And like, Allie was like, wow, I've never seen bigger. <laughs> Legitimately was laughing so hard I couldn't text her back for like days. It was like crazy. Yeah, and we uh we're we are not body shaming or sex shaming. No, we're not body shaming at all. It's an incredible specimen and a work of art. I've just literally never seen anything like it. Boy howdy. Uh, so I was on ball watch last night. <laughs> 2019. <laughs> Will it drop? <laughs> uh, three, two, one. Happy New Year. <laughs> so, Tyler and, oh my god, back to reality. Tyler yeah. and Hannah have a great, like, sexual chemistry, um, which she, like, is saying over and over, like, while they're on their date, they go out for a little bit. Tyler's just as charming as he's always been. Mm -hmm. They go do, like, a massage where they're in their swimming suits. Hannah takes her top off. There's, like, massage stuff going on. And then he, like, excuses the women that are giving the massages, like, out of the room. And he's, like, gonna give her a massage. And I was like, in any other circumstance, I hate this. And I still hated it. And I got really embarrassed and hid my head in the toilet. But. And, um... It's, it's just, like, it's he does, like, the leg massage thing, and, like, well, she's used to, like, these women, like, doing the massage, and at one point she, like, turns around, and I was just like, oh, she's wondering who the fuck is giving me this shitty massage, and she turns around and it's him, and then it becomes this, like, sexy, like, roll around It's literally a porno I watched yesterday. Yeah. Christ. Yeah. We should have to pay for this content. Christ. This content is free, you guys. You know, you know that the producers um, were, um, know her feelings about him regarding the sexual, you know, fire. Innuendo. And, um, and they, (laughs) sorry, they, uh, totally picked that date for him. Yeah. Like, they could have, they could have put Oh, they totally did. They could have done the family in the grease thing with him, and he wouldn't have been touching her booty. Yeah. You know, but, like, they wanted to set up that, like, thing for her to then later in the nighttime portion. Yeah. Bring up. Right. So, like, right before they go on their nighttime date, she's like, I'm really nervous about being physically intimate with Tyler during the state because we're already there. Like, yeah, that is solid. I want to know about whether we're compatible on an emotional level. I want him to open up to me more. And again, uh, she, well, she says I have forever to be intimate with him. I need to make sure he's my forever person. Mm-hmm. And so like her priorities with him are just like different where like Peter, I think, she can see, like, a future with him. They haven't been quite as... They had a slower start, as mm-hmm. she said. And so, like, that was totally, like, normal. Mm-hmm. Um, That's really nice that she's... I mean, ultimately, she has made some mistakes <clears throat> in the season, I think, with trusting her gut and heart. But mm-hmm. she is looking at the relationships differently, and that's, I think, really great. Yeah. And you don't necessarily see the other bachelorettes doing that, or at least telling us that. Yeah. Um, they might be, but for her to, like, really kind of separate him from something else, um, is nice. Yeah, it's just, like, this isn't what our relationship needs in this moment. Like, I know this is there. I want to know if these Mm -hmm. other things are there, and we have a limited amount of time. Mm -hmm. 
So then, um, but I, one thing I will say is that I'm still confused about her, like, hesitancy about him being, like, open and honest with her, because I feel like he has revealed so much, like, sensitive stuff. He's told her he's falling in love with her, he's mentioned dad Dad stuff, he's mentioned relationship trauma, he's mentioned house trauma, like, within the house, and, like... I'm just not really understanding where the hesitancy comes from, and I Okay. Here it is. I remember in the beginning of the season, we had a hard time with Tyler because he's just so goddamn monotone. Mm -hmm. And, like, also, like, while I really adore him and think he's genuine, I think he does have trouble maybe connecting his eyes to people. Like, I, when I watch him on TV, I'm kind of, like, thrown off by his eyes somehow. Either he's making too much eye contact or not enough eye contact, and I can't quite figure out what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, But it does make me uncomfortable in some ways when he gets, like, really like emotional and because he also is being monotone the entire time and he also this is not a shade because I do this all the time but he will he's like you know and like and I just really like want to like you know make it a real thing Mm -hmm. you know and he says like you know like a million times which again not really a thing but she might not be connecting with him on that level and so might not be necessarily reading his what I think is still genuine because he's stuttering a bunch and being right, interesting yeah. that's like genuine to me. She might not be reading that and like that's probably that could be why she doesn't get why why he's being open. Yeah, and I think also I think this is something like Zoe um and I also like brought up last night. Like she's probably just not that into him. I know ultimately. Which like, he's like hot, me, it just... hurts me. Yeah, no I know. No I know, yeah, no I know. He's He's, uh, yeah. Like, it, that's the thing. It's like she, um, we'll get to it in a second, actually, because um, it is actually, like, a talking point. But she's basically, like, they have their night date, and she's like, I have to, like, reset and think about the physical connection that I have with you. There has to be more. I don't want to go into fantasy suites and have sex because I don't think that's what our relationship needs. And then he responds, like, super well. And he's like, um, I know that, like, fantasy suites have the connotation of, like, we're gonna have sex. And I think that fantasy suites can be more than that. And I want it to be more than that. I would never pressure you into doing anything you don't want to do. I just want to hang out with you and, like, get to know you better. And, like, there was, like, no hesitation there. There was, like, no hurt feelings that I sensed there. Yeah, his face was just completely normal. He was just like, yeah, I totally get where you're coming from. Like, I sense a physical connection with you, too. Like, this is just as much about me as it is about, Mm -hmm. like, you. And he might have honestly even totally fully agreed, even. Just, Mm -hmm. like, completely, like, was like, yeah, you know what? We don't need to. Yeah. Because they, in theory, they do spend most of the night together. And they, they, I think most times they do have sex. And then they do also spend a couple hours of off-screen time planning about things, talking about things, so... That is a reality, and I think it's fine that he's like, no, let's just do that. <laughs> but it was also, like, a moment where, like, me as, like, I mean, like, I'm a, like, cis, like, white queer woman who, like, dates men and women, but, like, I found myself, like, squealing last night. I was like, oh, my God, he's so respectful and so good. And so then again, I was thinking about it, and I was just like, oh, my God, he wasn't like, yeah, I'm going to actually just 
do a very terrible thing in the fantasy suite. Like, I was just like, literally, the bar is on the ground. Like, a guy's just like, yeah, I will respect your wishes. And I'm like, pussy wet. Seriously. Like, I don't know if that's just, like, a me thing or if it's... It's a real thing. Like, I mean, trigger warning, mild sexual violation. Like, Mm -hmm. I've... That's probably my, like, biggest thing I talk about in therapy all the time is Mm -hmm. I have, like, I could count, like, handfuls of men that I've been, like... I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this, but I still want to hang out with you. Yeah. And then they fucking coerce me into doing stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's never, like, I would never label any of those things as sexual assaults, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it's, like, the ability to really follow through with boundaries is a very low bar. It's apparently a high bar, though, for a lot of people to achieve. And I don't think any of these people were monsters. It's just... Society and pressures, and I mean, there's just a million aspects And, like, your own it. desires and yeah, stuff. Yeah, of course. Like, but it's just, like, you know, you should be able to be, like, I want to hang out with you and continue a conversation and continue hanging out with you but not want to do certain something other things and have that be respected. Respected. And, and like, so that was really fucking beautiful for me to see, and I bet mm-hmm. plenty of women and men and anyone in between watched last night and was, like, Yes, mm-hmm. because they've had that a similar experience where it wasn't respected. The yeah, fact that Tyler did that and like was like, yeah, of course. Yeah, is like really nice. I feel like that's that's what the one thing I do love about the season is like we're seeing a bunch of shit. <laughs> so much shit. But we're also seeing such great examples of like what to do and what not to do. Yeah, and the producers know that and they are showing us that. Yeah. and I'm okay with it. Right, I'm okay with it. And like how like you as like a woman can deal with it or like choose not to oh i know it was really beautiful to see hannah do that also it's another great example she like she could have just maybe even said that to him behind closed doors Mm -hmm. she could have been like hey now we're back here let's like this is what i want to do but she chose to say that yeah no that's like a, a literal script that you can use just like hey like i care about you i feel confident about this part of our relationship but i don't want to go there today oh Oh, and like I have chills. Yeah, like that's like so great. And like mm. I mean, like, I will say as a caveat that in some of these situations, like the one we're gonna talk about with Luke, mm-hmm. where her conversation with him was very poignant and very beautiful, but will not work in every situation. And like she is privileged in a certain aspect and was also surrounded by people that <sighs> are there to protect her. I'm really glad glad you brought that up, yeah. Um, we can we can talk about that again later, yes. but like it is nice to see the these like very honest and open conversations mm-hmm. like finally start to happen where it's just like yeah I'm sexually attracted to you is that what I need right now no you are being weird and abusive let's talk about that for a little bit <laughs> yeah. yeah ooh that's gonna be good, good yeah good conversation. Okay, so he's like, duh. Anyway, they go onto a boat, and the boat's still rocking, but uh, you can come a-knocking, because they aren't doing anything. <laughs> or if they do, I hope that it was great and good. Yeah, it's great. If she changed her mind, mm-hmm. that's totally fucking valid, too. Maybe it's just, like, a bunch of dry humping. I don't know. But, I mean, well, that's my whole fucking life. Um, Whatever. Wow. I just totally went to thinking about him, like, teabagging <laughs> me, and I just... <laughs> Just and suffocating and dying? Because <laughs> it was so big. The one last sweet thing we can say about Tyler without talking about his balls anymore oh, is, uh, 
they wake up in the morning, and he's just like, I want you to be the last person I wake up to. And she's like, thank you for respecting my boundaries. And I just... My body went straight to heaven. Yeah, it was so of, nice. Instead of losing our skeletons for once, we just, all of our body and our skeleton went to heaven, and we were so excited. Yeah. Uh, and then in comes fucking Jedediah. Jedediah. I wish he would die. Yeah. Die-ya. Um, <laughs> Jed. Alright, so. He's wearing the same outfit as he always does. That, um. <laughs> he wears a tan anything again. I can't. My eyes are going straight to hell. Uh, so, he starts off this date by saying, here I am, angry with a girl I've fallen in love with. And I remember, I was watching this with Mark today, and I was just like, that's normal! Why are you, like, treating this like it's, like, an, you're allowed to be, like, upset yeah. with your partner. Yeah. Why is this such a, like, thing for... I don't know. I, I was, like, freaking out about it. And so they do, they do the date that they do every season where they're, like... They go out to lunch or dinner or something with a family who have all been so closely connected and nobody knows who the fuck they are and all these people are planted. And this, like, <laughs> woman who's, like, wearing, like, FBI sunglasses <laughs> is just, like... What the fuck's up with you and this guy? <laughs> for a second, regarding her sunglasses, like, this bitch was, had her back to the sun, first of all, wearing <laughs> massive fucking Gucci, like, J-Lo glasses. I was just gonna say she looked like J-Lo in, like, she, 2004. Yeah. She's like, J-Lo glasses is amazing. And then both Hannah and Jed are on the other side of the table facing the sun, dying. They're just like their eyes were squinting. Now the thing is, I know they won't allow the people on the show to wear glasses so that are like a part of the cast, but they could have put them on the other side of the table. Yeah. It was. I mean, to be honest, I think it was like the producers were like, "No, sit your asses right here," because <laughs> like Jed was just like squinting and like having a hard time even like seeing. Plus, maybe he was like brooding a bunch, and I was like, "This is. I love this." Maybe they're trying to like make them cry. Yeah, a little bit. Like they're like let's like semi like subconsciously torture these people until they can't handle it Also, anymore. it's also so funny that you mentioned that because I noticed the glasses thing like several seasons mm -hmm. ago and I didn't think about it for a long time until Diggy came along yeah. and Diggy got to wear glasses but it's because Diggy didn't matter, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. It just came to that But they weren't sunglasses though yeah. either. Oh, that's, that's true. Thing. But yeah, you can't wear hats, sunglasses um, and like they restrict your wardrobe pretty heavily for stuff like this. Heart earrings only. <laughs> <laughs> That's the episode title. Anyway. <laughs> it won't make any sense. So, um, yeah, it was, so he, this woman, like, yeah, says, like, I don't really read this, because this old Greece man, Greek man, this old Greek man <laughs> from the movie Greece, um, yeah. <laughs> he was a cameo. He was His like... His name is Danny. He's like, you guys are in full love, blah de blah blah And then he was like, here, drink this water. And yeah. she's like, it's not water. And it's like, no shit. And he's like, um, it's actually called Viagra or something. Oh, yeah. Greek, Viagra. Greek Viagra. And she's like, uh, again, not water. Oh, boy, honey. So, anyway, J-Lo is like, um, well, have you decided on anyone? You're dating other people, bloody blah, blah. She totally interrogates, like, Hannah and Hannah. 
goes into like a random ass like I mean this is a pretty good because this is like they would have probably it, like anyone it, anyone else that they wanted us to like quote unquote love like a Peter for example they would have edited the scene to show us a very small amount or Hannah wouldn't have been really so like wordy about like well yeah you know each relationship is different and mm -hmm. I have to explore all of the options and yeah there's I, there are other men and I just haven't decided I just haven't decided and she just like, goes on this whole thing that's like completely makes her look like she literally has no idea what she's doing which is fair right. by the way but Jed is like Dying. Jed is looking straight into the sun on purpose. Okay. <laughs> Just dying. But also this woman asks, like, um, oh, she doesn't ask. She's like, you'll be able to tell based on first sight, which is so fucking, fucking, fucking hilarious because, um, Luke got the first impression rose and Jed is, apparently his whole worry about today is just like, I got to talk shit about Luke now. Now. And so he pulls her aside and says, can we go over here and talk? She goes and they sit on a bench and she sits on his lap, which was just like, oh God, she, this girl loves this man. Mm -hmm. <sighs> and he, he, I have the quote if yeah. you want it. He's like, I basically just need some clarity on Luke. I love you. I want to see you with the best person. Um, and I've seen Luke from the beginning, um, take people's words and change them and lie. I don't know how you're this amazing and can still consider him. And, like, that's paraphrase. I took out, like, the, the yeah. flowery ums and likes and, <laughs> you know, stupid-ass words. But, like, mm. I, this is a thing that you and I were talking mm. about last night, and I think we might uh, agree and disagree yeah, on it's about, it. Yeah, it's both. Um, because I totally get this. And it's not is, wrong. This is one thing that I want to talk about is, like, in polyamory, this conversation, valid. In this show, I don't think it's valid. No. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like, if this was, like, a real-life situation and, like... The, uh, some, I mean, the okay. partner you're dating is right. dating somebody that makes you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. It's totally willing for you to at least bring it up. Yeah, you're totally welcome to bring it up, especially if that's, like, your primary and, like, yeah. somebody else that you're dating makes you feel a certain way or, like, makes your other partners feel a certain way. You Literally, if you're, if it's one person dating four people and the four people don't like one person, mm -hmm. that's, like, a signal that, like, you should be reevaluating certain mm -hmm. things for mm -hmm. sure. In this situation, though, I do really feel like it's different because her ultimate goal is to be in a monogamous partnership. Yes. yes. And it's a dumb, like, competition show. So, like... It's just that she should be able to explore that, I feel like. And at this point, I don't feel like it's his place. No, I would agree with you. I guess I just, like, the sentiment behind it... Oh, the sentiment? 100,000% I totally get. But I do agree that he shouldn't have... It's hard, because I, I don't like him, and I think he's full of garbage and bees. Mm -hmm. But, um, <laughs> just so many bees. Uh, but I do think that he's a human, and if he has feelings for her, that he is probably really genuinely put off by this, because yeah. it actually probably does make him literally kind of trust her less. 
or feel weird about her and then he's probably questioning himself like wait why am I falling for somebody that I don't necessarily agree with their choices Mm -hmm. if you put it in those black and white terms which you shouldn't and I agree that with her saying like you just have to trust me and I'm looking for somebody who trusts me Mm -hmm. agreed but like you can't just blindly trust all of your partners yeah like, I don't know. Like, I've been I, in relationships where, like, once I see them kind of make... I've been in open relationships, and once I've seen them make some mistakes... Mistakes is the wrong word. Um, the like, things that make me feel... That, like, don't make you feel good. Yeah, and or I wouldn't make... Uh, yeah. But see, that's a problem. That's why I'm in therapy. Okay. Because it's, not my, it's, it's like, not my life. But, right, it's but like, it I think makes I, me lose a little bit of respect for them. A little bit. Kind of. You know? Yeah, and maybe that's I, on me, but... I think there can be, like... A level of nuance to this. Of course. In a show that's normally pretty, like, black and white. Right. Um, I think that I'm... I can, like, admit my own, like, bias because I don't like Jed and I don't think that he has good intentions in having this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, like, he continues to have it throughout the date, right? Let, like, let's keep going a little and bit. Gets, and gets, I, admittedly, worse. Yeah. I think what he had had in the daytime... Was an okay conversation. I think that was where, fine. Where it goes later, not okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do agree. And he put her in a really hard spot. And he's not playing by the rules of the show. Mm-hmm. And he's also a piece of shit. And um, ultimately, I guess, I guess, I guess what I'm just ultimately happy it was said because I know that he's a piece of shit anyway. So I'm glad mm-hmm. that somebody said something about Luke, I guess. But it didn't really make a difference because Luke shot his own bed. Yeah. So. So, like, they have this conversation during the daytime. The conversation goes well. Hannah seems to appreciate what he says because she actually likes this person. Yeah. And she's like, you seem to have given me something to think about. Which is great. He wasn't aggressive Mm -hmm. during the daytime. Mm -hmm. He was just like, this is sort of, like, how I feel about it. And I want you to know what my feelings are. I'm being honest with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Basically, what she said was just like, okay. If you want me to be honest, I have a different connection with Luke than I do with you. Um, We've had a connection from the beginning. I've met his family. I feel like he's here for me. That's going to be it for this conversation. And he's like, thank you for talking to me. Uh And then we go to the night portion of the date where um, she goes into like a a one-on-one with a producer and she's like, my decision has no effect on him. And that's where I, that's where I think you and I started being like, well, yeah. it does. It does. It does. It, so does. it does. Because we're in this weird fucked up show. Yeah. If it were any other situation, I mean, like, it wouldn't matter. But, like, it does affect the right. people that are currently well, biting for your love. it's like a fucked up paradigm. Yeah. Period. It is. Like, it's going to affect people whether you want it to or not when you're dating multiple people. Um, yeah. Choices have consequences. Intention is only a part of what happens. Mm-hmm. I think it's an important part. I do think, I don't think, like, we should remove intention from any and all situations in this scenario or any others, but it, consequences are important as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also, like, important that, like, if Jed's that uncomfortable, like, he can leave at any point. That's the thing. I would I would agree with that, and I wanted to say earlier, it's like, he could fucking leave. Like, if and, this is really bothering him and he that really, badly, and, it, like, it's fine if that does bother you. Like, Jealousy is a bitch. Like, I can't... Like, this is why I'm not, like, generally speaking, a polyamorous person. Mm -hmm. Like, I have shit to work on. Mm -hmm. I'm not there yet. 
lots of people aren't there yet, you know? Like, but if this is, like, a thing that bothers him so much, he needs to remove himself instead of, like, blaming her yeah, for whatever's going on. Um, but she, basically, they're, like, talking about, like, she's like, I appreciated the conversation. I feel like you were coming from a good place where you care about me and my heart. And, like, I am, like... I disagree. <laughs> Very fully. <laughs> 1,000. Like, I feel like it was coming from a place of, like, jealousy. Yeah. Where it's like, if you feel feelings about this person, how can you feel feelings about me? Because we're so different. Mm-hmm. This is something we've talked about on the pod before. Where, like, when the men's get jealous, yep. it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. And when the women get jealous, they're like, what is wrong with me? Yeah. And this is a very classic example. We knew this was going to happen. hmm um, and it's not, it's an insecurity thing also. It's a jealousy thing and an insecurity thing, which I guess go hand in hand. Yeah. And he's insecure about her choices and what that says about him, mm-hmm. because she also says, sees things in other people. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's pretty shitty. Especially considering he has a girlfriend. Oh boy. Anyway. So, <laughs> of course Hannah knows none of this, um, at the time. So, but the, okay, but I also want to talk about the fact that he was, like, super fucking honest with her, like, in a way that I felt, like, was pretty harsh for TV. Like, mm-hmm. if you were, like, one-on-one in a couple, like, totally. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What the fuck ever. He was just, like, he, he says what we were talking about earlier. It says a lot about your decisions, and it makes me feel worried that you have a hard time letting go of toxic things in your life. <sighs> and she's like, how does that make you feel, though? And he's like, I'm worried. Again, Valid. I will pause again and say, also, I did appreciate him using I statements throughout the entire yeah. thing. Instead I think, like, if it wasn't a different situation, he, this would have been an okay conversation. Yeah. To an extent. Um... If you're berating your partner and still using I statements, not okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, he was trying to be like, I feel this way. I am worried about this. This and is I the think, way that this is making me feel, you know. I think, generally speaking, too, um, when Hannah is confronted with a problem, she sort of shuts down in a way that I'm not super down with. Yeah. But, like... I also get it. Like, yeah. Hannah is 20 fucking four years old. She's trying. She comes from a completely different environment oh, than I do. Completely. So, like, I get it. Yeah. Um, so, like, I while I did, like, appreciate what Jed was saying, like, it's just so weird because, like, the background knowledge that I know about him, I'm like, you're being a manipulative little fuck. <laughs> just like Luke was. But, like, generally speaking, I don't find what he said to be offensive. Um, but is but because of the scenario that we're in and the show we're in, it yeah. was incredibly. Um, he put her in a really hard spot to be on TV to reply to something. So, um, questioning of her of her like character, character and know, morality and, and standards yeah. and etc. And, and it's like so she he's now having to make to explain those things on her and I more so than she's already done and she rightly so says I'm very mad at you and eventually gets up and walks away mm-hmm. um this is another thing I wanted to talk about which has happened several times over the last like few seasons of only the bachelorette mm-hmm. or only situations where men have been chasing after women who are upset he doesn't leave her the fuck alone so like she gets up I think this happened with Becca, too, no? Mm-hmm. So, like, 
she gets up. Oh, she says, um, I think, I think you hit it on the head. I don't want you to go any further. Ugh. And then she's like, I don't, uh, wait. She's like, yeah, she just gets up from her seat and she's like, I need to be alone for a second. Ugh. She gets up, she walks away, he gets up, he follows her, he walks quickly so he can catch up with her, puts his arm around her, he's hugging her, he's touching her, he's talking to her, and she's just like, I'm fucking mad, like, I want to be left alone, like, give her some time to fucking process this shit. Yeah. Like, it's happened so many times where, like, like, I hate to draw a comparison to something we haven't yet talked about, which is Luke. But, like, it's the same shit. It's the same behavior. Yeah. It's just her being like, hey, I need space. I need to be alone. And him being like, I am not going to respect that. I'm going to come hold you, touch you, Mm -hmm. like, until I feel comfortable again. And I don't really give a shit about what the fuck you feel like. Oh, that's so painful. Am I right? Like, No, you're really, it's, it didn't feel good to watch it. And, like, she basically, oh, my God. And then, like, when they finally come back to the table and she sits down, like, there is a shot of her face. And she's just, like, pissed. Yeah. She's just, like, Jason's so much And just kind of, like, then they, like, resolve it still. Yeah, she does this thing. And this is, this is a thing, like, I feel like I like Hannah a lot because I see a lot of, like, myself and, like, my conflict resolution in her, especially, like, the, the more, like, tame ones. Like, here, she's, like, I see you. I hear where you're coming from. I totally get why you're frustrated. You're probably, like, how is she not getting it? Um, what I want you to know is, like, if you trust like, the foundation of our relationship, I need that to be trust, and I need you to trust me in my decisions because I trust you in yours. And then he has to do the fold thing again because she just fucking won that mm-hmm. shit. He's just like, no, you're right. Okay, good. I do. I trust you, and we're fine. And it's like... Y'all not, but it's <sighs> fine. And then they go to the fantasy suites, and they fuck. Yeah, they definitely fuck. Like, that's like, extremely fuck. annoying to me. Yeah, super bad. But, you know. I was imagining today what Jed's hair would look like if he if his bangs were down. <laughs> like, if you gonna, like... extremely ugly. <laughs> In my dreams. Yeah. <laughs> One of the babies I watch has, like, very, like, funky hair that sticks up. And, like, sometimes I mat it down. And it's, like, she looks... She looks bad when it's matted down. <laughs> but she also doesn't have a fucking huge-ass forehead like Jack does. He has galaxy brain, but he's so fucking stupid. I don't get it. I don't get it. Boy, you played yourself so hard. He played himself so fucking hard. Oh, my God. I read some, um, like, articles about the girlfriend and everything, and he just played himself so damn hard. I need to... And his family last week just... Uh, uh, I mean, I'm still living off that. Yeah, I'm reeling. It's very good. So good. So good. So so delicious. Yum, yum, yum. Yum, 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 you know what's yum, not delicious? This next segment, Luke, which lasts for, for fucking seven hours? I don't know. <laughs> How- okay, oh, I do have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, Ken. Speaking of wet piss, welcome back, Jenna. I'm back now, thank you. We're here to talk about Luke. Again. God. 
damn it. <laughs> and I would love to say for the last time, but we all know that won't be the truth. God! I, okay, so, like, I want everyone to know, like, everyone here knows, because I mention it every episode, because I'm a fucking asshole, that I'm like, I take so many notes about the show. I'm almost done with my notebook, and I looked through it today, and almost all of them are about Luke. <laughs> I wrote an 80-page journal about Luke. <laughs> an 80-sheet, 6-inch by 9-inch. Oh, no. This is just for this season? Yes! It's <laughs> disturbing. It's not even done. You guys, I'm sick. Okay. Oh, oh God. Oh, I'm um, the real piss kid here. All right. The, this is the thing, though. This is what this, this entire season's been about. They've been edging us this entire time, and they knew what they were fucking doing, mm-hmm. and I am here for it. It is basically worth it. It's fucked up, but, like, boy, howdy. Boy, well, howdy. I'm excited. So, we start off. Hannah looks at him. She's like, we're going to one of my bucket list places. We're going to Santorini. And he looks at her like, I have never heard a word in my life before. I don't know what words mean. What kind of sandwich is Santorini? He's wearing basic shorts and he's wearing flip-flops. An H&M top. Yes. And his gold cross necklace. Very present. His hair manicured. And his fucking facial hair just, like, he's a robot. He's a fucking robot, and I hate him, but I can't believe he's wearing flip-flops. I want to murder him. Yeah, he's, like, murder him. Ex Machina, if that movie were bad. <laughs> he dresses like he dresses like he buys his shit at, like, H&M and Target, and I can't. Yeah. And he's, he's just so, yeah, he's so bad. Like, all the other men just know what's up. Mm-hmm. You can wear shorts with real shoes, asshole. Mm-hmm. You don't have to wear fucking flip-flops. You don't have to wear flip-flops. Maybe he does. Maybe his feet are so muscular that the only shoes that he can wear are the things that he can spread them out in. Damn. It's <laughs> probably true. I'm really. trying to give him the benefit of the shit. Yeah. Because his shorts were already always. trying to, like, break at the seams since his oh. thighs. Oh, my God. Look his thighs. Yeah, like, yeah. fucking two, like... The bumpers you put down when you bowl, <laughs> and they're mashed together. I don't know why this came to my head. Anyway. Okay, so the, she runs and jumps on him. It's great. Or whatever. Are they going to go um They go on a helicopter to Santorini. He doesn't know what that is. Neither do I. I don't know why I'm being so self-righteous about this. And I will give Curtis credit. He goes, oh, this is a really good day for him um, because he has enough gas lighting in case the helicopter runs out. Thank you, Curtis. Thank you, Curtis. You'll never listen to this, and you owe me rent money. <laughs> so, um, it's great. He's, like, smiling ear to ear because he doesn't understand most words, and he <laughs> um, is, they're just, whatever. Oh, they, wait, can I, say, oh, yeah. can I say the best part of them riding in the helicopter? Do you remember this? Um, where she was like, I think it would be so cool if we could swing from a ladder up here, and he's like, Haha, I love your imagination. (laughs) No, I do not remember that. You must be joking my ass. (laughs) No, he literally looks at her, like, with his, like, dead ass, like, dilated eyeballs, and he is like, haha, I love your imagination. It's like, then he must love every Mission Impossible movie, because this is what's happening. He's like, do you remember Mitt Romney a million years ago? And he was like, ha ha, terrific. 
<laughs> that is Luke P. I'm dying. He's so <laughs> dumb. Oh my god. Just so like. I mean, Hannah's comment was not cool or good yeah, or anything interesting, yeah. but just to have someone be like, ha, I love your imagination. <laughs> I feel, I almost feel bad for the boy, because he just oh, can't he's so fuck. connect with people in a way, like, in the in the way he's, he wants to, like, he wants to be a good Christian boy, that's a good Christian look we're seeing, and we have, up until this point, we've seen mostly shitty old bro Luke, mm-hmm. how he treats the women, or the men, sorry, and then... Then when he really tries to put it on for Hannah, also probably women. <laughs> exactly. When he puts it on for Hannah, he he acts like this, like this version. I think he really thinks he should be, and that's where I, that's where I have sympathy for him, is that he's not uh, living his full potential. But what is even that? I can't. What okay, what, his, why his do I keep doing is this? Nothing. Yeah, why do I keep doing that? We do not need to do emotional gymnastics for Luke. He's never. I do this. To God, it's because I'm so single and I just need to fix somebody. I know. Um, oh, I hear God. you. <laughs> That's another title for the episode. Okay. <laughs> um, there is a point where Hannah's like in the background and she's like, "I don't know what they teach boys in camp, but that boy can kiss." <laughs> and then you see them kissing, and y'all, did you barf? Because so hard. Uh, I'm gonna yards, like, immediately. I don't know why I wrote this down in my very cool, good book. Because it's... It's it's disgusting. I, the thing is, I feel like in the past they showed us them, them kissing and it was, like, okay-ish. But, like, this time they showed us the kissing and it was not okay. He, like... Oh, it's... Like, what is the kissing percentage supposed to be, like, 40, 60 or something? You know, the funny part is because they had so many shitty weeks together, her and Luke. There were many episodes. I remember we talked about this. The many episodes, they, they didn't kiss. Yeah. Because she was mad at him. Or that the showed us, at least. They didn't show yeah. us them. So there was, like, times where everyone's like, no, she just really wants to fuck him. That's why she's keeping him. I'm like, does she? They haven't even kissed in weeks. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like... I feel like the last time is, I remember them kissing was... That week where they did like the weird massage where Jed walked in. Right. Oh my god, that felt like. Oh, they should have given Jed the massage date. That would be so fucking funny. God, that feels like a million Hire years ago. Hire me, ABC. Now, oh. thank you. That's probably why she also really likes Jed. I forgot about that scene because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she felt like that was such a real moment and he was cool with her. Mm-hmm. Ah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Whew. Wow. So like, they go on the date later. Well, no, this isn't even. This is the same day, and he's like, "When I look you in the eyes, I see my future wife." Mm-mm. 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 And then, okay, now they go on the nighttime date, and the first thing Luke says that we see. Like, again, I don't know why I'm adding all these qualifiers because, like, he doesn't deserve them. Mm-hmm. I didn't add any qualifiers for anybody else. They go on the night date, and the first thing Luke says is, "You get so cute when I talk about my feelings for you." Like, oh. <laughs> and I'm just literally, like, yartsing in my house. Like, I can't. <laughs> what? It's like... It just let me describe how you look at me when you like me. Like, he's so disgusting. I hate him. Oh. And she's just, by the way, smiling. Ear to ear still. Just, like, beaming. She's yeah. just like, this pretty man is telling me things that... 
or are things I accept from my old life, like my like kind of traditional life. And she's on a journey, you know, she's on a journey. She's gonna make some missteps anyway. So she's just smiling ear to ear because mm-hmm. she's just like so into this. And it sort of like moves on from there a little bit. He's like, there are things I want to talk to you about in regards to marriage. Y'all, I'm going to be reading a lot of quotes, so sorry. Well, it is so beautiful. It's pages and pages and pages of absolute horse We're going to be like, this is going to be like the best podcast on this fucking episode. Okay, this is great. (sighs) 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 Sorry, it's so fucking stupid. There are things I want to talk to you about in regards to marriage. I have also been the spiritual leader of my household. Let's talk about sex. I have been studying Hebrews. And, like, again, this is just, like, bits and pieces of what he's saying because he's just, like, like and like and like and you're a slut and like. I really um, like how you're writing it. It's good. Mm -hmm. This is, I think, a more complete quote. I've been abstaining from sex for 3.5 to 4 years, and I feel very confident that we are at the same page with our morals, and I want to hear it from your mouth. Pause for a really long period of time. Thinking about fantasy suites and people backtracking. Where they say, this is me, like, unquoting myself, they say that they don't want to fuck, and then they go fuck anyway. This is what he's talking about when they backtrack. I want to be sure you're not being sexually intimate with the other guys here. I have complete trust in you, but if you told me you had sex with one of these guys, then I would want to go home. Her response is, I'm... And then it continues. <laughs> Uh, she goes, some of the things you said, I don't agree with at all. (laughs) Why do you have the right to say that? Because you're not my husband. Yes. And then he says, yeah, she's like going off on this like beautiful rant that we've all seen like week over week over week. And he's like, can I cut you off? And she's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Which is so good. And, like, essentially, she gets to a point where she's like, pride is a sin, too. And I think what you're saying is a pride thing. hmm hmm And then after she roasts his fucking ass, he's like, I just want to take a step back and reassess some of the shit I just spewed. And she's like, oh my god. Like, this is where Hannah gets fucking pissed off. And, and she I really, love truly it. sees it. She really, truly is like, wait, he's literally said one thing. And then as soon as I said, no, I don't like that, he's like, oh, what I just said was not great. Yeah. <gasps> really? Really? And I mean, like, if you're in a relationship and that were to happen, like, to, like, Sure, but this has been a thing yeah. every single episode of, like, the entire season. And it would be about smaller things. I'm sorry, that yeah, interaction yeah, yeah, would yeah, be yeah. about a smaller thing. Like, honey, we um, already bought frozen nuggets at the store last week, and then I would be like, oh, no, Oh, my fight would be didn't. way bigger than that. <laughs> True, then we'd be like, no, we didn't, and then you'd be like, 
okay, you, what you want to just said was not good. Okay, whatever. You know. But yeah, like, you can't do that about, like, people's, like, sexual purity or spirituality or like, shit like he's that. he's completely... Like, yeah, it's like, if you either have your morals and you stand in them, Mr. Jesus Christ, Luke Perry, Parker, mm-hmm. or you... That's his full name. Or you don't mm-hmm. have those and you're willing to work through and you're willing to... What is it? And for it to change so suddenly is just, like, And that's, like, disgusting. one thing I wanted to bring up is that, like... Throughout this season, he's just been like, I'm, like, the Christian guy. I feel this. I feel this. And, like, again, like, I do not have a problem with Christianity, like, generally speaking. But, like, I do know, like, the teachings of the church. Mm -hmm. And, like, this person has no moral compass. Mm -hmm. And you can tell it in this moment. Because, like, he is truly just, like, I'm standing my ground here that's fine. If that's what you believe in, if that's what you need out of a partner, if that's what you, like, fine. I don't like the way that you went about it, but that's fine. That's what he kind of originally said. He's like, I would just be willing to move, walk out of this relationship. Not even to pass judgment. I believe when he, in theory, would say he's not passing judgment. Yeah. I'm just dating, because I saw this a lot today on the internet. Mm -hmm. A lot of Luke pro-Luke people were just like, he's just standing in his fucking truth and et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, true. No. His original statement as, uh, uh, while I don't agree with it, is his truth. Sure. Good. Like if but that's then he the didn't follow that... his truth, right. though. And he immediately folded the second she was like, right. that's not okay with me or I don't, I'm that's not, not on the same truth. page. Yeah, I'm not on the same page with you. Because he, I'll give credit. He's just like, I want to make sure we're on the same page. That's a valid, valid fucking thing. <laughs> Yeah, like, wanting to be on the same page with your partner is totally valid. Yeah. The other thing that I want to bring up is just, like, as a person who grew up in the church and was a part of the church in my, like, early 20s, mm-hmm. where Luke is at, like, he was, he's been a part of it for significantly longer than I was a part of it, but, like, um, if virginity and abstaining from sex and that kind of shit is important... You bring it up pretty fast Mm -hmm. because otherwise it gets, like, really painful Mm -hmm. and, like, honestly, like, dangerous sometimes. So, like... That's real. The fact that he waited until after she met his parents to, like, bring this shit up is so icky. Well, it just actually shows that it really is a pride and jealousy issue. It is a pride... Right. He, he did claim that he, they had talked about it. I think there was a day, I do remember them talking about, when he talked about his Jesus thing originally, like, three or four days ago, about um, how he is a reformed man and et cetera, et cetera. So I think he has, quote-unquote, told her about his beliefs regarding sex to an extent. But, yeah, to have this element of the conversation now, specifically because other men are potentially having sex with her, is purely because he... Right. It's not okay. He's body and sex shaming here. Like, it's yeah. just what it is. It's just what it is. It's just what it is. And it's like... Because he goes, I'm not a virgin originally, and I know that you're not either. He admits that in the conversation. Because he's not. He's born again. Yeah. It's fine. And that's chill. Like, if, if that's what you believe in. Like, I think the the thing that, like, was, like, really... I think I get, like, so freaked out by Luke P because he seems like so much of my past. Mm -hmm. And, like, he is clearly just, like, I will allow myself forgiveness, but 
I'm going to judge you regardless. <sighs> and so real. Like, ooh, boy. Like, because he knows personally that he's had that conversation with him. Yeah, he had God, the shower with Hannah. Jesus. Yeah. He doesn't know if Hannah did. And if she did, she's a fucking slut. So, <laughs> whatever. Like, uh, but really, though, like, I think, I think I was, like, actually, like, disturbed by their interaction uh-huh. because it seemed like so much of what I experienced like in the mm. church and it's so weird to see like Bachelor Nation divided in uh-huh. this kind of way like uh-huh. but it's nice to see though that people are generally speaking I think on her side yeah even I've think, been reading a lot of threads and yeah. I think that like no, I think the only people who are really standing for him are, are it's a fewer it's a fewer amount of people mm-hmm. for sure who are very specifically I think even most religious bachelor uh, nation fans are are like, what the fuck? This is not how you do it, you know? And they can agree that he has his own feelings and thoughts on the process, but, like, he's going about it in the wrong way. He's going about it in a very strange... Because he he was basically like... After they had this conversation, he was like, I just want to take a step back, reassess what I said, I want to be on the show for longer. (laughs) And was like, "Uh, let's say you've had... (laughs) Uh, sex with all of them. I'm willing to work through that. And then he's like, I don't want to be misconstrued. And she was like, this is what you said just now. Yeah, she really... Like, I am not, like, fucking around with you anymore. This is literally what you said. And then he's... He goes on to say later, he's like, I can understand a slip-up, which is something he said before. Boneheaded mistake. He was like, I can understand a slip-up, but, um... Like, you expect me to, like, forgive you if you've had sex with all of them? And, like, at this point, he doesn't know that he's the last person to go, which is so fucking funny to me. Like, bravo, Bachelor producers. Like, so you good. did such a good job you with really him. Oh, man. Because, that. But then again, that's another contradiction. Because a second ago, he was like, I'm willing to forgive. If I, like, I'm willing to work through it. It doesn't matter that you've had sex with all of them. And then he literally minutes later goes, willing to be okay if you had to slip up with one of them. Not all of them. It's like, when do you mean? Yeah, what do you want? What do you mean? And that's what's so triggering about it. Because you know that even if he somehow convinced her, like, this, if this was in real life, he somehow convinced her that he was okay with it, he would never be okay with it. Yeah. He would bring it up every fucking month, probably. Mm-hmm. And, like, I it's I had an ex that did that kind of thing. And it was just yeah. so terrible. They would they would forgive you until they were wanted a thing to use against you again. And they would bring up that same thing and how their feelings were so hurt. Because they couldn't understand that he could make this mistake. And it's like, wait, didn't we talk about this, like, six months ago? Yeah, it seriously. Is. So... Well, there's also this thing where, like, Hannah is talking, and she's like, I think the first time I ever felt love at first sight was with you. Oh! Um, you, and then she goes on to say, like, you have already broken my heart through this process. Um. Yes. And I have been, like, conditioned to... Um, this isn't a direct quote, but, like, I've been conditioned to ignore all of the red flags. And she says later, like, a few seconds later, like, he he keeps trying to interrupt her. And it's bullshit. But she's like, I could have, like, X'd you off at any point in this process. 
Um, in the same way that you're trying to X me off for not being a virgin or for having sex with any one of these people. And she was like, snap, snap, snap. I want somebody who gets along with people yes. who doesn't have issues. Yes. And it's just like the biggest fuck you moment. She's just sitting there like, whoa. And then she's like, I've been searching for this clarity all these times. I've wasted all this time and this energy. I've stayed up nights thinking and making these decisions. Mm -hmm. I've had heartbreaking decisions to, like, keep you forward for the reasons I thought I was looking for clarity. I've prayed for clarity. I've sought for it. And I am finally getting that clarity. And my clarity is that I do not want you to be my husband. And that was, like, such a beautiful sentence. (laughs) Right before that, though, can we say... I just want to say this one thing for my church folks. Um... With that moment where she's like, um, he without sin cast the first stone and he just goes, stone. (laughs) You fucking idiot. (laughs) Fucking monster. Um, and she says, I do not want you to be my husband. I've given this my all. I do not want you to be my husband. And he just stares at her. Again, this is a thing we also talked about last night where we're like, uh, so since he hasn't, like, had sex for three years, has he just not been masturbating either? And yeah. I was just like, oh, so, like, the cum has risen up to his eyeballs. That's why he takes seven and a half hours to focus on a conversation. The eyes are just swimming in this cum. He can't the eyes are swimming it. in cum. He can't he do can't. it. And he just can't. And then... And she's, like, forcing him to get out of there. She's like, let's go. Let's go. Come on, let's go. Um, can I, whatever. And then she says, no, come on. And then he says, I feel like you owe me at least. And she's like, I don't owe you anything at this point. I have bent over backwards for this relationship. I've been practicing my... It's really good. Thank you. <laughs> such a good... I was like, she's in the room. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my god. And it's amazing. And he, she just kind of goes over. She's like, I cannot believe you just said that. She gets, oh, I mean, girlfriend, she was she so mad. She was She's standing up and she's just kind of like, kind of like pacing within like herself. And she's like, I can't believe you just said that. I can't believe you had the audacity to fucking say I owe mm-hmm. you anything. I've given you everything. I have like, ruined relationships because of you. I have done... Well, she's already fucking said that. Things. I've, I've kicked you off and taken you back. I've done literally... Mm-hmm. You do not owe you anything anymore. And that is so funny because, like, I mean, most men, even bad ones in the past, like, if her or any other bachelor is like, I'm gonna send you home, they go, okay. And they might be sad about it and mad. They yeah. don't fucking ask her to, like... They're not that aggressive with their, like, cast member at all. So then he still sits there! No, and he... It's starting to rain, by the way, everybody. Oh, yeah. It is starting to rain. A very sweltering, fucking Mm human-ass grease rain. And by the way, I spent four months in Italy. I know what this rain is about. (laughs) It is hot and terrible and sticky. Mm -hmm. Anyway, go ahead. 
there's like a point where she finally gets him to move up from the table. They go to the car. She's bitching the whole way there. I love it. I mean bitching in the most empowering way mm-hmm. in this moment, which I haven't meant very often in this uh, episode. Yeah. Um, but he goes and he's like, wait, I'm not ever judging or condemning you. And then he's, he does the thing he's done the entire fucking season. He's like, I refuse to leave. Mm -hmm. Like, my body tells me that it's not right for me to leave. And she's just been consistently asking for him to get the fuck out. And he then mentions love at first sight, which he has never mentioned before. She she did earlier. He learned a new word Mm. today. And Mm. he's like, what that mean? Yes. I have love at first sight with you. I'm sorry, I have come eyeballs. I just learned love at first sight. <laughs> and then he's like, oh my god. She's like, no, I need you to leave. I want you to go. We have nothing else to say here. And she opens the goddamn door to the fucking limo van. It's amazing. Oh my god, wait. I have a note about this specific moment. So he says, I don't even care about what you said about clarity back there. I still feel like you don't know what you're talking about. And I was just like... I I know I make like seven toilet jokes an episode, but truly I was just like diving into my toilet. Like I cannot live in this world anymore. The audacity! The audacity... Where he, like, she said probably one of the more profound things, like, the more profound, like, dumb things, especially for number four. hmm Where she's just like, this is every reason I don't fucking like you. Listed out, here's the receipts. Don't like you. And then also not only do I not like you, but I also don't want you here anymore. Yeah. Literally, I've asked you to actually come on and get up. Five times. I've opened the door for you, and you're still saying this. And And so, like, literally, she has to do this thing where he's, like, still refusing to get in the limo. She's walked him to the limo. He refuses to get in. He's just like, no, I feel like I still have to be here. And she's like, I could probably get you to go in on that limo from what you just said. (laughs) And I was just like, bitch, this is the petty I, like, aspire to be. It's pretty, uh, like, I don't know if I would have had that in my heart at the moment, and so I love that she did. No, it's so good. Because that is, like, you're right, I'm so glad you brought this part up again. Because, like, yeah, he's still refusing. She's like, oh, you're refusing? Your body doesn't feel like it? Well, let me get you... Listen, I hate you so fucking much that, uh, do you want to do what Jesus told you to do? Get in the fucking car, because I fucked in a windmill. (laughs) Once. Twice. Thrice. Times a little. Four times. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is funny. Okay, this is, okay, this is not funny. Okay, and we're getting really personal this this podcast, but... Okay, it this is, is funny. You want to talk about my divorce for a second? Mm. <laughs> so I was married to this man many, many moons ago. And um, the very short story is that I wanted to leave for over a year, but I couldn't find a way to. And I I started cheating. I did. I'm not proud of it. Um, mm-hmm. But I talked about this before. I, ch- I cheated. Um, I cheated multiple times because I was in a dark space and I was like, could not figure out what to do. And I couldn't get away from him because he was emotionally abusive. He was a gaslighter. He was emotionally abusive. He told me some really terrible things about myself all the time. 
Um, and I couldn't get out. I just couldn't get out. So subconsciously I started cheating. And it took me almost a year before I had a breakthrough moment. I realized what I was doing, how I didn't feel good about it, how it wasn't morally in line with what I wanted to do. And I wanted to leave him. When I went to go tell him I was going to leave him, he was like, no, 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 we should work things out. We should work things out. We should work things out. You need to stay with me. You're not going to be able to be on your own. You're not capable. You're not smart enough to be on your own. And I looked him dead in the eyes and I said, well, I've had sex with multiple people. And he is like, okay, you should probably leave. And I said, okay, I am because I had already packed my bags. But he had been trying to keep me until the moment that I looked him in the face and said, nope, I actually, I've, I've had sex with multiple other people besides you. <laughs> anyway, so this whole thing was very similar to me because it's like clearly this man cannot say no to anything until you literally tell him the worst thing he wants to hear. So Hannah's like, I fucked in a windmill. <laughs> and he's like, what? She's like, I had sex in a fucking windmill. And then it got to like a producer moment and she's just like, I had sex in the windmill. I even did it twice. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. It's like <laughs> the horniest I think I've ever been uh, about like women's uh, empowerment ever. It's so great. And he just still is blankly staring at her outside in the rain. And then he says, <clears throat> she's like, I need you to go. I need you to go. And he's like, can I pray pray over you? <laughs> Can I pray over you before I leave, he says. <laughs> but the thing is, like, when she is saying this shit, he does the Arthur fist again. He literally, like, you can hear his knuckles crack. And I don't know if that's, like, a production element, but, like, I really did want to talk about this, actually, because, like, it's... I'm not going to say that it's funny that you bring up, like, your ex. No, but it's a we real have, thing. We That's have brought up our exes yeah. in this episode, but, like, I have also had, like, abusive ex-partners who would do that, like, fist thing mm. in public when it was, like, I knew that I had done, like, a bad thing or a thing that he didn't approve of Oof. where, like, like... It was basically the fist that indicated, like, if other people weren't around, I would, I would be punished for something. And, like, again, like, I'm sorry, like, trigger warning for, like, abuse. We should probably just, like, add a thing at the beginning. <laughs> I actually think we will, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, like, literally, it, it's the kind of thing where, like, like, not everybody sees those signs, and I get why, like, some, like, Christian women are, like, supportive of Luke, mm -hmm. but, like, I see those signs and I'm like, this is what my abuser looked like. This is what his behavior looked like this entire time, and this is what the end result of it was. Mm -hmm. And, like, me being, like, in Hannah's position, like, breaking up with this person, this is what it looked like, but I didn't have other people around That's to protect me. What we were mentioning earlier. I'm really glad that we brought back, got back to that. It's so true. The privilege that Hannah has is, is of great, not one that she asked for, and I'm not saying she's um, being irresponsible with her privilege, but she had that privilege yeah. of being around producers, people who are filming her. Um, she and, got to say her piece. And, and maybe, like, we don't even know, maybe she's actually had a similar conversation with a previous abuser mm -hmm. where she didn't have that privilege. So yeah. 
good on her to even have yeah. this moment to be able to say things maybe she couldn't have said before. But I guess we would want to say to any audience members that are listening that, like, it is... If you see these things watching this show and they're painful for you and they really hit home and you're in a situation where you don't feel comfortable, that is okay. It's... That is fine. You don't have to say shit to your person, you know? You can talk to people who who are there for you. Everyone has somebody in their life. There's always one person. You might not realize it, but there's always some person in yeah. your life. Or there's an organization or that organization. can help as well. Yeah. Um, I would just say, like, I think that this episode was made to be, like, a sort of, like, Me Too mm-hmm. sort of episode. Um, yes. I would just urge any listeners who are in a similar position who don't have those necessary, like, support groups. And by that, I mean... People who are willing, or producers, mm-hmm. networks, etc., etc., etc. Like, I would just consult anybody else before taking those kinds of actions, because... Because it is a real, um, it can be a real danger mm-hmm. that people who are so steadfast in their higher support, you know, like, morals and things that they, they can... They can turn a situation into something really negative, so... And also, like, don't feel, like, crazy for just, like, seeing somebody, like, cracking their knuckles mm. and, like, doing things. Like, those are passive-aggressive, like, moments that are meant to, like, keep you in place. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you feel weird about that, that's totally valid and normal. And probably um, a particular reason for it, you know? Yeah. Something to, like, listen to in your gut. I think the concept of following your gut is really nuanced, um, but it can be very simple as seeing signs like that mm-hmm. and feeling strange about it mm-hmm. um, and keeping that in your head. And our DMs are always open if you want to talk. Seriously. Um, she does get him to leave. He goes into the van. She closes the door. He drives off. She flips him off and so do we. <sighs> so beautiful. <clears throat> All, what I do like about the producers, they did not show him having any conversation. Like, they just... Yeah, they did not even give him the benefit of didn't. the fucking Leo. No, which is great. Um, we do know that they fuck us over again later with the previews, but I liked in this moment that they didn't give him, like, another word. You yeah. know, they just let... They let Hannah talk, and she just was like, I've given him all that I could. I've seen the red flags. I've seen now where I messed up. I've... But then she goes over to the table... Grabs her wine. It's raining. She's in this gorgeous leather jacket. She grabs her wine. She starts walking back to her to probably what was essentially their fancy suite. And as she's walking away, we hear her just being like, "But I am happy. I came to this decision on my own." Good job, girl. That's what she's been trying to say to all of us the whole time. She wanted to come to it on her own, and she did. Yeah, and she literally. I think one of the last lines she says is, like, I don't answer to Luke. Yes. And it was so good. So, so good. Oh, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Um, we get a preview for a little bit of the men tell all. It's going to be trash. Um, I will say, I don't, I'm, I'm going to make this slight executive decision because mostly because I have to perform on Tuesday. I am um, so excited for this. Thank you. It's going to be the Portland's Funniest Person semi-final. I was wondering what we were going to do about that. But um, I'm going to just go ahead and say, I'm, we're not going to record a podcast on the Mentel. 
Yeah. I'm sorry. If you want, if you want people's opinions on the mental law, listen to Here to Make Friends. Listen to a million other podcasts. Twitter.com. Yeah. Um, I'll make memes about it. I'm gonna, we're gonna watch the episode at some point, but like, mm-hmm. I don't, that episode is historically the worst of all of them. You know, like the women tell all could be kind of okay. But the men tell all, not okay. And I don't need to see it, and I don't really care. I think I have the time to watch men talk for free. I, I like, I don't anymore. I don't. I really don't. Even if I, I heard rumblings and Hannah's going to be on, and she's going to be fire, and I agree, and she probably will be, but I'll make a meme about it. I don't need to see it, and I don't need to record a podcast about it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm so sorry. We will be on next week. <laughs> or the week following. The week, yeah. But the week following is going to be the finale. And then... Shit's going to be tight. Um, after that, I can stop pretending to care about these motherfuckers, and I can go straight into the shit that I give a fuck about, which is Wills. Beep. Beep. Basically, uh, the other thing that I care about is, uh, Wells and, uh, Sarah. Sarah Island. Sarah. Sarah, they got engaged today. They got engaged today. Well, they announced that they got engaged today, and it's so fucking tight. And I've been so trying to bring it up this whole episode, but I had to keep talking about Luke this whole fucking time, <laughs> so which sucks. I was kind of that we didn't talk about it earlier. Um, God, no, they, we gotta talk about Bachelor news earlier, because, like, talking about these men, yuck. Oh, yucksville. Um, there's a pretty good preview next of the the finale, and there's some fights, and Luke comes back, but he gets re- rebuked. Rebuked? Repuked. <laughs> he gets repuked. Reluked. <laughs> And, and, like, the boys get in his face and stuff. And I honestly, I, like, in front of my fucking 17-year-old sister, no less, um, I said, I've never been wetter. Yeah. When I saw Tyler be like, what do you want to say? Say it. Say it. I don't like, I don't like toxic, like, aggressive man stuff, but man, did I... Oh boy, did that work for me. Um, so that's what I'll be watching later tonight as well after I watch Peter and Tyler's date. And then I masturbate. Oh wow, it rhymed. Okay. Master date. Wow, this is definitely the time we should end the episode because when we start rhyming um, about sex, it's... We getting horny, babies. Getting horny. Um, again, thank you guys so much for following along in this journey that we are on. Um... I'm really excited. The season has been really great. I really enjoyed podcasting with you. Yeah, um, me too. Thank you for taking so many notes. Uh, I will reimburse you for another notebook, I guess. <laughs> it costs a whole 6.9 cents. Oh, that's not bad. That's, no, that's the size of it. Yeah. Okay, 69. <laughs> Give me 69 cents. Nice. Um... So, yeah, anyway, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and uh, make sure you review us and like us. Only review us if you want to say something nice about us. And please remember that this particular episode, the audio quality might be less than what it has been before, but we are still doing our best, and we are wonderful people. Um, (laughs) I would also like to personally shame Logan for taking this long to help us with sound quality. Thank you. Exactly. Logan, if you're listening at this point, I'm so sorry, but also, fuck you. Fuck you, thanks. Um, I realize you just had hernia surgery, but I, <laughs> whatever. Put him on blast! What, what? I'm dabbing right now. <laughs> Abstinence till I die. Woo-woo! Until you fix our podcast. Oh, uh, that's Luke. Um, all the way. <laughs> so, that's probably it, and, uh, 
I love you guys. Love you guys. Love you. Wait, well, let's plug Jenna's okay. actual comedy show, though. Okay. So, I, if you're going to live in Portland, please come to the Portland Queer Comedy Festival. It's happening this Wednesday through Sunday um, at various locations around Portland, Oregon. It's going to be really wonderful. We have Erin Foley on, which is great. She does a really wonderful podcast um, about sports, but, like, that lesbians like. It's really great. She's in the town. So soccer. <laughs> yeah. And I'm really excited about that. And a bunch of really great people. Um, and then I'm on the uh, the semifinals of the Portland Funniest Person Contest at Helium Comedy Club on Tuesday, the 23rd at 8 p.m. If you don't show up and laugh your ass off, you're dead to me. Yeah. Me, me and I'm not even a part of it, please. Um, and you will be dead to me as well. And uh, just follow me on Instagram, you'll find out all of the shit. So it's Jenna with a smile. You can find Danica at Drunk Feminist, and our memes are at Descartes Pod, and they're the best. And did we tell these people that you're Portland's funniest person? Oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> I also did get last week, I did get announced as um, Portland's Funniest Person, uh, Portland's Funniest Comic by the Willamette Week, and that's pretty great. Yeah. It's pretty great. We're proud of her. Thank you so much, guys. Um, people who voted, super sweet. I, uh, I look forward to um, letting everyone down next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much that's all I gotta say. not gonna happen. Please, please come. Like... Last time, I think it was the first time I've ever seen you yeah, perform stand-up before, <laughs> and, like, I don't know, I think Jenna and I are, like, pretty funny together, but, like, watching Jenna, like, do her shit, like, in person by herself that she's, like, practiced and, like, honed mm. is so, like, beautiful Thank and, like, you. wonderful and perverted and disgusting and fucking awful. You gotta come see it. It's so... So good, y'all. <laughs> You're so sweet. It, it, it is true. It's like kind of a slightly different personality when I'm on stage than when mm -hmm. I'm uh, kind of just talking or whatever. <laughs> I am pretty proud of that set. <laughs> that set is so good. And you're doing it again, yeah? Yeah, I'm going to do the same set. Okay, <laughs> so I will see you all there next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. The 28th. When we're not recording this podcast. 23rd. Yeah, literally, literally. <laughs> I was like, I can't The even... real reason we're not recording yeah. this podcast. Not just because men are trash, but because I cannot miss this um, competition I'm on. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much it. But um, stay locked and loaded and come in my DMs. What? Um, and... <laughs> What? All right. What? Don't come in my DMs. Yeah, just join us. All right. <laughs> Good night, folks. When you come in space, it pushes you backwards. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Descartes Pod. Make sure you're following us on social media. On Instagram, we are Descartes Pod. On Twitter, we are Descartes Podcast. You can email us at DescartesThePodcast at gmail. And make sure you're following your hosts. Danica is at Drunk Feminist on Instagram, and Jenna is Jenna with a smile. Make sure you are subscribed to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Hey, leave us a review. This is the final podcast tonight, when you are ready. <laughs> <laughs>